Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com with another call in the podcast series. Today I'm speaking with Gene Pimentel. How are you, Gene? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Connie? I'm doing really, really great. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? Um, yeah, <laughs> but that's okay because I've, I've been called worse. <laughs> All right. Well, what is the origin of that name? It's such a beautiful name. Yeah, it's Pimentel. Um, or in the actual uh, name was originally Pimentel, and it depends what part of the country you're from. But um, I grew up uh, pronouncing it Pimentel, yeah, um, and that's it's Portuguese. Oh, okay. All right. Do you speak any Portuguese? I don't. I understand some, um, but I was not brought up speaking it, so I, I can't speak uh, a sentence. I can understand a few words, though. All right, because a mutual friend of ours, Will Matos, he's uh, also yeah. Portuguese, and I've been to their home and heard him speaking with his uh, little boy that's about three years old. They're making him bilingual. Oh, that's great. And it's really, really amazing. Yeah. Will is a fantastic guy. And, he uh, really, he's, he's really from, is. Yeah, he's from Brazil, I believe, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, Gene, you're someone that I, I've seen online for at least two years, maybe three, and I had wanted to connect with you, and that opportunity just never did seem to arise. And then here we are at Dennis Becker's Earn 1K a Day seminar in Las Vegas recently, and I right. knew you were going to be there, and I was so excited to uh, be at that same event with you and your beautiful wife. She's so, so wonderful and uh, to spend that time with you was really very meaningful to me. Oh, thank you very much. And, and likewise, I've been following you, uh, you know, quietly for the past year or so, and I've noticed your name around, and, and you just seem like such an upstanding person, and I was really excited to meet you, and uh, you're, uh, you know, everything I expected you to be. So I'm glad to be on the call with you. Oh, well, that's great. Well, Gene, you know, you really um, gave a presentation like no, no other because you have this specialization of things that you do with domains, and I've always been so intrigued with this. I have almost 600 domains. I think of them as my virtual real estate, and I just love having them. Sometimes I log into my GoDaddy account and just go through them, and then I print them out with where they're forwarded, and I just have this love affair with my domains. So how did you get started? And tell us what it is that you do. Oh, boy. How, how, how we got started goes way back. Um, I started in business in the 80s, um, and it was a mail-order business at the time, you know, before the Internet uh, really hit the scene. Um, I've always provided business services. Back then it was mostly printing services and typesetting services um, and physical business products. And you know, eventually over the years, I, as the internet began presenting itself as a marketing platform, I morphed into the, you know, I got online and started selling the same types of products online. Uh, but that always involved shipping and, you know, it, it was a bulky, it was a clumsy business to do, even though it was doing well. Um, I had customers, you know, all over the world. But I was intrigued by the digital market. And, um, you know, and domain names just were always appealing to me. I like to play with words. Um, I was exposed to a, a forum called namepros.com, and that's where domainers go to really learn the business. And I spent many, several years there just learning everything and absorbing everything I could about domaining. And I'm just fascinated with the business to this day. Um, so that's how it got me here. 
Wow, what a, what a great story. Well, you know, I, I do know one other person who, um, I guess what he does is if you want to transfer a domain, he handles that for you and makes sure that it goes smoothly because I can see now that it can be confusing, but you do much more than that. Yeah, what I do is I, I look for marketable domain names and I sell them. You know, I, I register them for nine or ten bucks and sell them for a few hundred or sometimes a few thousand. Um, you know, it's it's a matter of doing market research before you register a domain uh, to see what uh, businesses can really use to uh, use as secondary sites or just to build up their own main site um, and then finding those potential clients and showing them what uh, those keyword domains can do for them. But now, is it about local marketing? Because at some point, I guess I got that idea that it was only for people that were interested in buying domains that had a name of a city in them. But is it that at all? That's just one branch of it. You know, I, I've been doing more local uh, domaining recently, but my past years of domaining has been mainly, uh, mainly you know, keyword-rich domains uh, for any online niche. Okay, so if we're doing something, um, like what about holidays, like like Halloween? If somebody's doing no. something with holiday niches, would would that be anything with which you're doing? I stay away from holidays or temporary situations because, you know, once you register a domain name, you have to sell it within a year or else you have to renew it next year. So, you know, holidays come and go real quickly, and the interest in domains for holidays come and go real quickly. So I I try to get more evergreen-type domain names so that even if I don't sell it right away, it will be of interest to someone months from now. All right. Well, here, I just happen to have my most recent list. About every two months, I print out a list. Right. And let me see. How about I have like one-hour book publishing. Is that something that would be of interest? That certainly would be. I like, you know, the first thing, you you know, when you, you look at a domain name, how appealing is it? just to the senses. You know, it, one hour book publishing is something that attracts an audience that is looking to publish their own book. Um, so there are, I'm sure, plenty of prospects out there who would love to have the domain name. Um, you know, also there, there are a lot of different things you want to look for, like you want to keep it as short as possible, as few words as possible. But there's such a thing as too short of a domain name too um, because with, a, with two or three words in the domain name, you can be more descriptive and more laser-targeted to a particular market. Okay, and are the the numbers better? Like I have 72-hour info products, and I have it the number seven, the number two info products. Is that better, or would it be better spelled out? Well, that's, that's the trick with uh, a, a domain name that includes something that sounds like a number. Some people will type in the way it's spelled, and some will, will type it in as the, the numerals themselves. So if you're going to use a domain like that, it's best to have both of them registered and use one as your main site and one uh, the other one to point back to the main site. Okay. All right. So I think I understand this. So just say that, you know, this one-hour book publishing, just say that I had talked to you like I just did, and you said, well, yes, people, you know, might be of interest. What would be my next step? What would I want to do next? Well, um, one of the most common ways of looking for a buyer for that domain name would be to, to type in your, your keyword uh, in Google. So one hour 
what is it, one-hour book publishing? One-hour book publishing, and it's it's O-N-E for one. Right. So you type that in uh, into Google uh, in quotes. Uh, that way it will show you all occurrences of um, those that string of words being used uh, by different advertisers. Okay. And you look, you look at the um, ad words that are on that Google results page and see how they're using those keywords. If it looks like they're using the keywords in the way that a domain name would be beneficial to them, you can uh, simply contact them and say, hey, look, I, I see you've been buying ad space on Google um, based on these keywords. And you explain to them that if they, if they owned that exact keyword domain, that it can be beneficial to them and they would stand a better chance of getting more results in Google uh, in the organic results. All right, so you're doing a little educating of them at the same time. Right. Uh, not right off the bat. I like to bring it into the process, uh, you know, as we start negotiating. Um, the first contact is just a very brief, maybe two or three sentence email. And some people like to call, you know, on the phone. I don't. I prefer just email and, and play the numbers. Many will never respond, but the ones that do, you just work with them. Okay, because I get emails on a regular basis, and they're usually trying to sell me a domain, and I've never responded because I, I didn't know what to do. And I do a lot of affiliate marketing, so some of them, they contact me and has the word affiliate or affiliate marketing in there. And right. I can't tell if it's a place that would be reputable or not. So if I received one of those and I was interested, would I then forward that email to you? I'm not understanding the question. Forward it, forward it to me for what purpose? For you to then, uh, on my behalf, negotiate something for me to make oh, okay. sure that I that I didn't get taken advantage of. I mean, I, I would be happy to do that for you, but that's not what I do for. Uh, that's not my normal business. Okay. All right. Um, in other words, I don't. You know, I, the domains I sell are strictly my own. Um, or when you. You're talking about a situation where you, you, you may be the buyer if it's something you're interested in, correct? Right, right. So you don't yeah. like broker domains? No, I do not. Okay. And the reason for that is it takes the same amount of effort to sell someone else's domain as it does for mine. And, <laughs> you know, why get 20% profit on a domain name or even 50% profit on a domain when I can get 100% profit? Yes, exactly, exactly. That I that I do understand. <laughs> <laughs> so in the course of your day, what would you be doing? What would you be out there looking for? Oh, well, um, in the course of a day, there's a lot of uh, – I have a lot of resources where I research uh, domain names that are becoming available, maybe expiring, uh, domain names for sale from other uh, domainers that I know. Um, I gather – information on a daily basis and I look for the domain names that really stand out to me and I'll do some more further research on those and you know to see what kind of a market uh, is available for those domain names and the ones that really stand out and look you know promising I'll register those or buy those and uh, begin my marketing campaign to, to uh, potential customers well, it's really very exciting, you know, what, what you're doing. And does anyone help you, or you're able to do this really on your own? 
Well, uh, most of that stuff is done on my own, but I do have people uh, researching domains for me and getting different sources of domain names uh, and, you know, always presenting me with new um, material. All right, and, and here's a question for you. Like that one-hour book publishing, I don't believe I have anything at that site, but I don't remember now. If I wanted to sell it to someone, is it more valuable if I install WordPress and put up a couple of posts, or it doesn't make any difference? Well, it, you know, if it, it's always the more the more you can add to a domain name, the more benefit, you know, the more chance you may have of selling it. But there's a balance you have to to meet where um, how much work and how much time you're going to put into it. Um, you know, you could probably develop several sites a day by doing that. But if you spent your time and just simply selling the domain name as opposed to uploading sites, um, you know, you may be able to sell many more. Um, domain names on their own with the time that you have. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm personally, I'm not in the, in the web development business. I'm in the domain selling business or domain flipping. Um, nothing wrong with building websites, but um, it does take time. Yes, yes, that, that I understand as well. Well, if someone wanted to do what you're doing, are they able to break into this industry or or not so much? Oh, would absolutely. they become a competitor for you, though, if they did? No, there's so much room out there. I mean, every single day there are 80,000 domain names that expire. Wow. Um, and the, every single day. So those, I mean, there, and every day I scour through that list of 80,000 domain names. You know, I have tools to help me do that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there are so many, I mean, Every single day there are so many rich domain names that are available just because people don't renew them or they, you know, they, they go out of business or they die or whatever the case may be, um, really good domain names become available every single day. And there are so many that, uh, I mean, the market is, there's room for everybody. Yeah, see, I just never even thought of it that way because when I choose not to renew one, um, I just let it go through that process. I'm with GoDaddy, so... You know, when it, I know what date it comes up for renewal, and if I'm not going to do anything, I just receive all their emails telling me what's going to happen, and then finally it's not mine anymore. But, right. you know, I haven't done anything any differently ever. Right. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people ha are under the impression that, oh, all the good domain names are taken. That may be the case today, but, you know, a lot of those domain names will expire and will not be renewed for one reason or another. You know, there are many that uh, become available every day, and you just have to, uh, you know, keep an eye on what's becoming available. Well, it's really exciting the the way that you describe it. I, I have to tell you, you know, it's just really um, kind of mesmerizing to me the the possibilities with with everything that's that's going on with this. So, do you offer some some trainings around this? Actually, I'm just uh, beginning to offer some training. I started a new site called DomainProfitsAcademy.com. Okay. And it's a brand new site, so there's really not much on it right now. But there will every week I'll be posting new uh, training materials on that site that will be available available for free, just to help people get started in the business. Oh, all right. So you're you're taking the attitude of abundance instead of lack, and saying, "Come one, come all." Well, you know, Always. you want to show people that's great. I I love seeing that. I think that's so important <laughs> to what we do. 
I agree, you know, and and it's it's a it, it's a business of establishing relationships, and that's one of the best ways to do it is to share what you know, and let people grow with you. Because you never know, somebody could come into it that could figure out a teeny tiny little piece of something that you hadn't taken time to elaborate on with your own thinking, right? And they could share that with you, and you could be onto something, you know, very exciting that maybe it would have been another five years or so before you ever came around to tapping into that. That's exactly right, and that happens all the time with me, you know. It's a two-way street. People, you know, when I help people, they help me back, and um, new ideas are born that way. Oh, I love I love that idea. Well, now, what about your wife? What about Roe? Does she, does she do anything with this? Oh, she, she's, she's uh, very much into graphic design. She doesn't do domaining, but she uh, she's writing a book right now called Graphic Design Impact, and that should be available real soon. She's been working on this for two years at least, and um, she's really excited about getting this out there. So watch for it. All right, that's great. Well, can we use an you know an example? Like, just say that you know I you have, you know my history. I've been buying domains now for um, six years or so, and I have almost six hundred of them. So if I wanted to just feel like I was buying some virtual real estate that might have value later on, you know, how would how would my thinking be? Would I be thinking of certain keyword combinations or walk me through just a little piece of it? Well, I mean, there, there there are so many directions you can go with domaining, but one of the main things you want to look for is um, a domain with keywords that people are paying good money for in pay-per-click or in AdWords. Uh, the higher value keywords, of course, the more willing they'd be, uh, the more willing they'd be buy to, uh, the more willing they would be to buy a domain name based on those keywords, and um, it'll help them in their advertising efforts uh, not to spend so much on AdWords, but to use a domain uh, keyword rich domain name. So that's one thing to look for. Um, local domains are where I'm putting a lot of my focus right now. So, like you mentioned earlier, a domain, uh, uh, you know, keyword-rich domain name with a town mentioned in it, that is awesome for a local business um, because it's much easier to uh, get a get a domain name or a website based on that domain name uh, high on the search engines for a local market. There's not nearly as much competition as a global market. So that's my focus right now is local domaining. Okay, because I'll tell you what I found interesting when I started doing some local marketing in in, um, 2007. It Mm -hmm. seemed like the name of the city and then the industry. So an example I'll give is um, like Santa Barbara Insurance. Things like that for cities of of almost any size, I guess for sure 100,000 and up, those were taken immediately. So what I started doing is turning them backwards because I'm dyslexic anyway. I thought that's a, as good a reason <laughs> as, as any for that. But I would buy it the other way around, like Insurance Santa Barbara. I'm using that because that's not one that I actually have. I thought it would be a right. good, good example. And it seemed like then later on that was really more desirable anyway. What, what do you well, think? Uh, you know, I was just going to say that that is usually the way people will search in Google. You know, if they're looking for – a mechanic in you know Dallas, they're going to type mechanic Dallas. Um, so that's how I like to register my local domain names with the town being at the end of the domain name. Simply, simply because that's the way most people will search. Right, right. 
so that was that was interesting and you know and I do have a couple of those that I had I had blogs on and um then you know whoever I was doing the marketing for either they've left town you know so many things happened during these last uh, difficult years for businesses and right. then I still have those so I guess I should you know make a decision to do something with them Oh yeah absolutely um what what I like to do and what I'm working on now uh, my my project um for local domains is called Local Domain Empire. And what it is is what I'm doing is creating a real simple website that's very attractive to a business. Like, you know, like I, I explained before, I don't like spending time building websites. But if you can build a template-type website where you can upload it in five minutes and be done with it, um, it can be a very effective tool for a local business. Um, what they would do is use that website, that domain name and website, to point, point back to their main website. And what I do is get that supplemental website on the first page of Google before I approach a business. And once it's there, it's a very easy sell to say, hey, look, I have, I own this website. It's on the first page of Google, and all you have to do is take it over. Okay, all right, because businesses are definitely more savvy now than they than they were, don't you think? They are, and they're getting bombarded by people trying to sell them services. Um, you know, trying to sell them online services. You know, everybody's promising, oh, I'll get your website on the first page of Google in a month or two months or whatever. Businesses don't want to hear that. They want to know, how are you going to bring me customers? So by having a gateway website built for them already, and it's already on the first page of Google, that will attract customers for them and point them back to their main website, you're giving them a, a completely finished solution right up front. Oh, I like that. I like that idea because the way I used to describe what I did for them is I said I I can help you make your phone ring, and then whatever you do with it after that will be up to you. And yep. they seemed to like that approach where I wasn't going to be coming in and doing anything with their business or having any say so with that. But if I could make that phone ring for them, then they were just that far further, much further ahead. They want to hear, how are you going to make my phone ring and how are you going to get me new customers? They don't want to hear about SEO. They don't want to hear about <laughs> Google. They want to, they, you know, they, their eyes glaze over when you try to tell them about that stuff. You want to speak their language and say, look, you want more customers? I have your solution. Okay. All right. Well, this is just fascinating, Gene. It really is. What's the very best site that people can, uh, can go to to, uh, to find you? I would uh, suggest uh, DomainProfitsAcademy.com because that's where I'll be spending most of my time now and uh, I'll be assembling all of my uh, links and resources on that site. Okay, okay, great. That's a, a great place to, to connect with you then. One other thing, while I still have you here, see, you, you have such you know a, a fascinating topic here that, that sometimes we don't want to let you go, but I know we don't have that many minutes left. Um, what I want to ask you is, what about .mobi sites? Is it valuable now to, to purchase those in relation to a small business or not necessarily? In my opinion, it's it's worthless. Um, okay. Only because it's it's just something that confuses the general public. You know what is Mobi? You know everybody's used to .com this, .com that. Uh, even .net and .org is getting away from what's in the forefront of the consumer mind. You want to make it as easy as possible for the consumer to find you. Um, if you're using a .mobi site as 
you know, just for linking purposes and so forth, it's fine. But I've never recommended that myself. Um, I almost always go with a .com, even if it's not a the exact keyword that I want. Okay, so we can we can save our money and not uh, run out and buy .mobies. No, uh, you know, these days it's it's .dot coms are just as adaptable to uh, mobile devices. So uh, .mobi just doesn't uh, have any real purpose, in my opinion. All right. Okay. Well, again, you know, thank you so much for taking your time and explaining so much of this. And we really look forward to the training that you're going to be doing. I think, uh, you know, so many of us listening to you right now uh, want to get involved with this and learn more. And it's fun and stimulating. And if we can make money as well, then we're even triply excited. Right. <laughs> Money's the <laughs> Money's the bottom line. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, Gene, thanks so much, and I appreciate you taking your time. Oh, I, I really appreciate speaking with you, and uh, it, was, it was very nice uh, meeting you, and I hope we can do this again soon. All righty. This is Connie Reagan-Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com. Be sure to go over there so that you can subscribe to all of the calls in the podcast series.